So, almost one o'clock in the morning, but hey, you know what it is? You know what it is? The matcha tea, y'all. I made myself a matcha latte, and it it does have a little bit more caffeine in there than regular caffeine. (laughs) So, I'm wide awake. I'm pretty much sure I'm going to sleep in tomorrow. Um... And I will come on tomorrow and be like, hey, y'all, I just slept in until midday, (laughs) which I can't because I have to let my little one out, my little fur baby, and he'll start to get fussy. I don't want to sleep past night. Anyways, so so I'm pretty sure I know what I'm going to title this. You already see the title, but I'm pretty sure it's going to have Cockroach B, okay? Is claiming racial discrimination from YSL. Listen, I have um, done several podcasts paying homage to some of the designers that um, I look forward to um, patronizing. And I've also mentioned, like, uh, I don't touch any of the racist designers. I unfortunately had some of the other stuff from some of the other designers. And I had to, I ended up giving the stuff away. But in hindsight, I should have thrown it away. But I had several Dolce & Gabbana. I've had Gucci um, and Prada. So I will never buy from those brands again. I will never buy from Burberry, which is, yeah. Uh, so those four, they can kick rocks. And it's funny because I, I also put in my will. It's like there's certain companies and brands that my money and my legacy will not go to. Ford being one of them. Bank of America can get, can get that smoke. Wells Fargo. But no one, none of my god kids are allowed to use any of their inheritance money for Prada, Gucci, Dolce, and what's the other one? Um, Burberry. Okay. If and I did podcast on these, and not only did I talk about them, I also went in podcast by podcast, and I did a separate one for Prada. I did a separate one for Burberry. I did a separate one for um. Gucci, and I did a separate one for, and I do believe for Dolce & Gabbana, okay, so they can mess me, miss me with all of that, so, but with that being said, um, one of my favorites that keeps coming up over and over and over again is Saint Laurent, some people say Yves Saint Laurent, um, but um, I came across him first when I uh, happened to see a little, like, documentary on if I'm not mistaken, Naomi Campbell. And um, the the designer at the time was one of those four, one of those designers at the forefront that, yes, he was introducing the look of, I think, menswear, crossing it over into what women wear for the workplace and making it fashionable. So, and I think we were studying um, Age of Aquarius and um, the type of prototypes that fall under that type of creativity but also breaking trends and in such a way that has to do with social justice right and so um uh one of the, the things about the Ye Saint Laurent brand and I'm just gonna keep saying Saint Laurent from here on out is that 
He was one of the first to hire Naomi Campbell as a model when no one else was hiring black models. And in many instances, he said, I'm not going to have the fashion show or or proceed unless you have Naomi Campbell. And that opened the door for her to become the legendary model that she is. And I hold that name and that legacy in such high regard. And I think that, you know, I hope they continue to um, honor that. I hope that, you know, no one from, you know, future staff or, or whatever tarnish that name. But because I understood how he um, made that sacrifice, you know, and was brave enough to open the floodgates for her. Um, it really, really touched me in a very significant way. And I, um, I don't take it for granted. So and I don't know what would happen if, you know, one of their staffers or something makes something insensitive. Um, I would probably have to go back and look to see if it's still family owned and how they handle you know, that person and if they fire them or terminate them or, or but we will cross that bridge if and when we, we cross there may never happen. But those are the origins and that goes a very long way with me. Okay. Very long way with me. And um so but anyways, um <laughs> y'all know sometimes Gossip Girl shows up on my on my algorithm and so she gets little tidbits and then I swear, like if I feel like out of everybody I listen to, if you put me and her in the same room, it's going to be trouble. I promise you. I am that super shy, quiet girl, you know, for the most part. But um, and this has happened to me throughout my childhood. Um, it's taking me back to fifth grade where one of my best friends at the time, um, there were two, it was, uh, Leanne and Denise, and we used to have this like little, uh, I don't know what it's called, but it's like the game that's like a soccer game with the little sticks and with the little ball. Listen, to this day, if you want to ever play, I will play and we're going to play for money and I will win. I am sponsored by Kleenex because you will cry. Okay, I'm just saying, Okay. But, um, and so at that point, I've always been the shy kid, um, all through, you know, elementary and high school. And, but they would, um, every couple of weeks, um, whoever got like, you know, I think like good grades or good behavior or whatever, we would get our name or like best attendance. It was something because, um, we also, me and my friend Leanne, we would put our, we would put the flag up before school started. So I'd get to school early. My mom would drop me off. and But you had to have like, uh, I think it was like good attendance or good grades or good behavior. And um, and in order to put the flag up and they showed us how to do it military style, like take it, take it down and put it up and that type of thing. So, but with that being said, then we would, um, we get to pick who can stay in the classroom at lunch and play the game. And um, I'm trying to remember why I'm telling you guys this anyways, but, but um, it's almost one in the morning. That's probably why. So uh, they would always wonder what would happen is as soon as a teacher would leave the classroom, Oh my goodness. It would be like squealing with laughter 
playing, running around, just hollering. And I remember they were trying to figure out, like, how are these girls having the most fun? Because you wouldn't hear a peep out of us. We would be so quiet and docile and well-mannered. And so um, she was white, I was black. And it was one of those things where it's still kind of like a little bit of racial tension stuff going on and that type of thing. But I remember... um, one time the teacher, like the teachers, I could tell they were trying to figure out like, how is it we always hear these girls laughing? And then when they would come to the door and open the door, we would stop and we would sit down and we would just eat our lunch and it, we wouldn't even talk to each other or anything. And so um, they would just learn to just leave us alone and we would just play the whole time. I What was I telling you all this? Ah. Uh, Oh, yeah, I was saying like, yeah, if you put me and Gossip Girl together, mm-mm. it'd be like, this is why we can't go to nice places because you put me and her together. No, it'd be a mess. It'd be a mess. Um, and so, but anyways, I I came across her stuff on my algorithm um, talking about the Cardi B thing. And apparently Cardi B is uh, wanting to sue YSL for being racist, for being black of all things. And if you go to Gossip Girls, and I think I put a a screenshot of the, no, I did a screenshot where at the bottom it says, you know, Cardi B wants to sue YSL for racism or because she's black, but that is from Gossip Girls. So go to Gossip Girls video for the, for the clip. It's about like one or two minutes. And in the comments, you have a lot of women, like-minded women like myself, who are saying she is not black. It is the audacity for me. Um, and, and you know, this is what, you know, I think that she got away with so much because I think back to the time when she met with Biden, okay, Joe Biden, to um, talk on behalf of black people. That is beyond insulting. So, you know, there are several comments under Gossip Girl's YouTube video where they're saying she's not black, she's not black, she's not black. And I think it's entirely appropriate that each one of those have 500 likes, 600 likes, so on and so forth. Um, no way in hell. And I think that um, even even if you look up like uh, Cardi B's mom and dad, when she's a child, you can see she's not black. It's like the dumbest thing. And I hate that, you know, she represents us because I don't believe she represents us. She's not black. She doesn't look black. She doesn't, you know, I guess what people try to say is that she quote unquote acts black and that's a whole other problem. I think she's one of the most ratchet, disgusting, cockroach-type people to walk the face of the earth. I would like Loki... Let me stop. But, um, yeah, it's the audacity. If if she thinks that she's going to go up against YSL and claim they're racist, she she's really, like, demonic at that point because she doesn't know the history on YSL. And of all brands... They are not going to discriminate against black people. Now, that being said, she said that the um, manager and one of the attendants um, were, quote unquote, racist to her. But I get the sense that she probably went in there ratchet as hell. They probably didn't know who she was. And 
she proceeded to act a fool or act entitled and they probably corrected her course corrected her and now she's wanting to pull the like oh you don't know who i am card so i don't know but let me tell you this don't let ysl mess around and and let it let it be true that they legit kicked her out when i tell you i'm gonna take my next paycheck and go buy myself a bag in honor of ysl don't make me do it don't make me do it i will wait a whole other entire month okay to hit my 100k but when i tell you the first bag in my collection from YSL is going to be in honor of that moment. Like, don't do it. I'll take a screenshot of it and post a picture and everything. Don't make me do it. So, but yeah, it's the audacity. And, and I, you know, that's really disturbing. Like, if she has a problem with the customer service, then by all means. But don't do it under the guise of you being black. Like, keep black people's name out of this. You know, and it's the audacity because... You know, I if in case you didn't know, she was the one calling black women cockroaches. It'll be a cold day in hell before I ever listen to her music or have anything positive or favorable to say about her. And at the end of the day, even if those things did not were not true, she's not black. Point blank period. And that's on period, poo.